0: Hi and welcome to Being Lutheran, a podcast dedicated to proclaiming the excellencies of Jesus Christ and the biblical theology expressed in the Lutheran Confessions. Today, Pastor Jason Goodham, Pastor Brett Bowe and myself continue our discussion on the Apostles' Creed talking about the second article of the Apostles' Creed.
1: Welcome to the Being Lutheran Podcast. I am Pastor Brett Bowe and I
0: have with me today Pastor Jason Goodham and Pastor Brian Rickey.
1: It's been a little while. I know it always feels funny saying that as we get started. (laughs) There's no
2: break on the podcast except for the one time when we had to throw up uh, Pastor Haugen's Reformation thing when we ran out of episodes. But last time we recorded it was a week before Christmas. Mm -hmm. Uh, Now it's a week before the Super Bowl for us right
1: which and for all Minnesotans
2: is hey, a joyous you know, time of year I'm, and- <laughs> I'm I'm thankful that the Vikings have freed me once again from caring about <laughs> the Super Bowl and so uh you know we'll not but care you know about that. with everything that was thrown at
0: them this year they did a great job they did they did better than yeah, expected but also
2: as expected in the playoffs uh and what's really important in all of this is that as we sit right now we're 18 days away from baseball
1: Yes, that is That's the best. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. It's right up there with the good news. Hockey's user. still
2: going, so I'm happy. Yeah, hockey's <laughs> still going. Uh, college basketball, March Madness coming up in a month. Good to to just kind of prove that we order our schedules around sports <laughs> Right.
0: This
1: is you know half a sports podcast, right? Yeah. Well, we I know. think it's so, becoming it's more. It's becoming. And more. We yeah, right. about, we've already talked <laughs> yeah. about Luther and the
2: designated hitter. So who knows? <laughs> next time we have q and A. Q&A, all right. What, oh, what, man, what are we talking about right, today?
1: <laughs> we need to get on track here, guys. No, we um, we are in the second article of the Apostles' Creed, and so you know, for those that maybe aren't super familiar with the the Creed and and all the the words that we use that maybe we wouldn't use normally, but article is just a fancy way to say of division. Yep, a division. Yeah. Or section. A second, yep. se- second part of it, or the second. Uh, division there. So, yeah, second article of Apostles' Creed, all about Jesus Christ, our Savior, and fleshing that out.
2: So, we have the first article is the article of creation. Second article Mm -hmm. is the article of redemption. Third article is the article of sanctification. But this is the meat and potatoes right here. This Mm -hmm. is the center of the creed for a reason. It's also the central focus of the first three parts of the catechism where you have the uh, The uh, Ten Commandments leading up to the article on creation Mm -hmm. and then hinged on um, the redemption. And then you have flowing from this, the article on sanctification, flowing directly into the Lord's prayer. And so that's how the catechism is hinged. And then, of course, the sacraments and vocation. Hey, Uh, I was waiting for that. Wait a minute. Isn't sanctification about vocation?
0: (laughs) And that's
1: what ends with the table of duties. We we need like a... A soundboard yeah, or yeah, at, at least for that
0: much. Oh, okay, no, yeah. Up with something. <laughs> just some, just like. some thunderous voice well, saying, right. So location. I'm going to
2: really, really date myself, but you guys are from mostly the same generation. Did anyone of you guys ever watch? uh Pee Wee's Playhouse Oh yeah Growing up right. At all I, I'll admit to that Thankfully no <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, you're a little bit Beyond that Brian but a little older than y'all Show in the 80s Called Pee Playhouse With Wee Herman a, a, a Pee Herman doll Oh too. my goodness that, <laughs> I'm really, I'm really <laughs> afraid That's Can disturbing. we get back we pull to This yeah, right? yeah, has a point So on Pee Wee's Playhouse They had a word of the day It was just a random word That if anyone said it Everyone went nuts, and that was probably be uh, the the perfect sounder for the vocation drop. Right? As an
0: introvert, I liked Sesame Street better because the word of the day was nice and calm
2: and yeah. serene. Yeah, there you go. And it was, you know, it was yeah. like the Bob Ross word of the day, yeah. something <laughs> like happy trees.
0: And so today the word of the day is... Redemption. Yeah, there Redemption. we go. Redemption. Hey, that good. works.
1: So brought to you by the letter. No, <laughs> the letter Chi and <laughs> row. Yeah. Right, exactly. Oh, hey, excellent. Wow. Nice job. <laughs> Way to work that in there. So what is the second article? Yeah, I was going to say we creed. should before we get too much into this, we need to read this. Yep. And so I'll go ahead and do that. Uh, and in the catechism, you know, there's a question and the answer format. And so the question is, what is the second article? And it's this. And in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day, he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of the of God the Father Almighty. From thence, he will come to judge the living and the dead. And that's the second article. And should, I think I should just go ahead and yeah. read the, what does this mean? Read part. the content yeah. from the Catechism. Right. Um, so, the, the what does this mean, was das? Uh, uh, from the German there. Um, I believe that Jesus Christ, true God, begotten of the Father from eternity, and also true man, born of the Virgin Mary, is my Lord. He has redeemed me, a lost and condemned creature, purchased and won me from all sins, from death and from the power of the devil. Um, and then continuing on, he did this not with gold or silver, but with his holy and precious blood. And with his innocent sufferings and death, so that I might may, may be his own, live under him in his kingdom, and serve him in everlasting righteousness, innocence, and blessedness, just as he is risen from the dead, lives and reigns to all eternity, this is
0: most certainly true. All right. Amen. Amen. Do you guys find that you have to read like a newer <clears throat> translations or updated translation yeah, like, yeah. I always revert back to the one I learned as a kid mm-hmm. you know it's,
2: um, yeah. And it's been adjusted so much and then now the Missouri Synod just released an updated version of the Catechism okay. in the last couple of months too uh, so I'm fully versed in that having just gotten back from St. Louis and, and mm-hmm. going through a class Uh, Talking about the updated language and and even the the wording of the creed is different than what for most of us are used to what we grew up with Mm -hmm. and and did in our own confirmation classes. But the content is Mm -hmm. still there. What's so interesting, then, Luther summarizes this in the large catechism. And what he does with the three articles in the large is he basically asks the same question. What do you believe Mm -hmm. about this article? And so the the specific Mm -hmm. question is, what do you believe in the second article about Jesus Christ? Uh, and, And this is the crucial part for Luther. I believe that Jesus Christ, God's true son, has become my Lord. And so then Luther goes in to the content and says, but what does it mean to become Lord? And he writes in the large catechism, it is this, he has redeemed me from sin, from the devil, from death, Mm -hmm. and from all evil. For before I did not have a Lord or King, but was captive under the devil's power, condemned to death, stuck in sin and blindness. And for Luther then Hmm. to become Lord is to be redeemer. And so right away... Uh, the very first thing we ought to be talking about here is how we relate to things apart from redemption under Satan. Mm-hmm. And it's so interesting to me we have you know every so often Satanists kind of rear their heads in the public sphere mm-hmm. and they they think they worship Satan as a Lord instead of worshipping Christ as Lord. But according to the content of Scripture and as Luther summarizes it in the Catechism, it's not possible, uh, for for Satan to be a lord uh, a lord in Luther's mind hmm. this takes is us back to redeemer. the fourth commandment a, a lord is one who graciously cares for his subjects mm-hmm. it, it's mirroring parenthood kind of, um, you th-
1: it makes me think of you know old old school movies where they say my lord you yeah know, referring to the, like like you were saying the one that cares yeah. for the the servants in the household the title right mm-hmm. yeah
2: absolutely and and we are never in that kind of relationship uh, under the devil mm-hmm. is that Satan is constantly trying to destroy even those who claim to follow him. And uh, I think the best illustration of that is if you've ever read the Screw Tape letters. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got this. It's a great book. Great yeah. fantastic Good stuff. book. And you've got this conversation between Wormwood, who is the demon in, in training, and what's the name of the the, oh. the his uncle, right? Yeah, or his so, the, well, Screw Tape. Isn't screw it? Tape. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Screw Tape and Wormwood. Or is it the other way around? It's been a while since I've read through it. But at the very end uh, where the um, where Wormwood has failed mm-hmm. to deceive the, the the soul he's been assigned to, uh, Screwtape talks about devouring Wormwood. There isn't a, you failed, we're going to do a better job next time. It's all hatred. Mm-hmm. It's all suffering. And so the picture of us under sin isn't this, you know, this popular picture where, you know, I want to go to hell because all my friends are going to be there anyway. There, there, there's no sense of that, mm-hmm. is that without redemption, it's nothing but suffering. It's nothing but terror. It's nothing but prison. It's nothing but bondage. And, and so then we, I think, Really, uh, the second art of the creed is rightly orienting to what we're trying to get at in the fourth commandment is, is that it's this gracious mm-hmm. relationship, this fatherly relationship yeah. that ends up for us ultimately in redemption. Right. That's yeah, good. and
0: it, it's so all encompassing. There's so much in there because you're dealing with justification. Mm-hmm. You're dealing with positional sanctification. Like those who are in Christ have mm-hmm. put on Christ. And then you're dealing with adoption, mm-hmm. you know, that you have mm-hmm. moved from the enemy in a sense of God. Mm-hmm. to his his loving child where we can cry, Abba, Father, and we can go to him, and he becomes
2: our refuge instead of our judge. Mm-hmm. And all those are images or even results of redemption, and, and it starts with... Who Jesus Christ is, mm-hmm. we we read in Scripture. You have all of He's the our Lord. Yeah. He is our Lord. <laughs> mm-hmm. You have all these gospel accounts of the crucifixion and resurrection and what He was doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the points Luther makes in the Catechism that we learn about redemption is that He has completely poured forth Himself. That's Matthew twenty six, twenty eight, where Jesus mm-hmm. holds nothing back. And, and what's the quote? I think it's from Gregory. Uh, one of the church fathers, mm-hmm. what what Jesus did not assume, Jesus did not redeem. Amen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we have the fullness of Jesus in his humanity, yeah. being crucified, uh, the all of the the beatings he endured, the mockery he endured. All of this now is wrapped up. Mm-hmm. Into his death on the cross, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so that would be what we call the negative side of things the sacrifice. Yeah, but then also you have leading up to Jesus' crucifixion all of the positive things he was doing and obeying the law. Yeah, uh, that's part of redemption is that he's standing in our place, not just as a sacrifice, he's standing in our place to complete the law and obey the law. That would be, uh Matthew five seventeen, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. you know I did not come to abolish the law but to fulfill it. <clears throat> yes, um, you have all of Jesus working against the brokenness and sinfulness of creation in the miracles. That was one of the things I discovered reading through all these things the first time around. Is uh, we need to see Jesus' ministry uh, in the Gospels up to the crucifixion account and the passion account uh, as the start of what he's doing in redemption as he's working against the kingdom of the devil. His healing is working against the effect of sin on our body. His Mm -hmm. mastery of creation and and the, the nature miracles, walking on water, calming the storm, uh, those sorts of things as you know mastering the brokenness of creation. You know He calms mm-hmm. the storm. We've talked about how storms, the you know the tragedies, the natural disasters uh, are a product of the brokenness creation has been suffering from since the fall in the garden. You mm-hmm. have yep. uh, Jesus casting out demons, which is a direct thing. and then you have uh, Jesus raising individuals from the dead as an illusion and pointing forward to when He will rise from the dead yep. uh, three days after the crucifixion.
0: You know, another creed that's really applicable to the second article of the Apostles' Creed is the Chalcedonian Creed, oh, mm-hmm. as it talks about the person of Christ and the redemption and the work of Christ. It's it's mm-hmm. really almost like an, a wonderful commentary to the second article of the Apostles' Creed. Yeah, good.
1: I want to bring up a, a question for you guys. I, I know sometimes when people talk about what to label our Savior, Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. I, I know This almost becomes kind of the the way people talk, but our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, you know, almost like that. Um, And I know there was a debate, uh, I don't know if this is how long ago, maybe this has been throughout all of Christian history, but uh, just the the idea of Jesus may be your Savior. But his, he your Lord, nope, nope, and nope, nope, so I mean, nope, let's nope, interact nope. with that a little. I know, <laughs> I knew you were going to do that. I knew you were going to shake your head like that. Uh, but why, why, why would you shake your head um, at that sort of statement, Jason? In, in terms of what's going on when when people say
2: things like that, all sorts of bad theology. And I'm sorry because we've all been there at some point in time. But sure. first of all, according to Luther, it's a fundamental misunderstanding of what it means to be Lord. Right. Uh, and when you said that, that's what made me think of that. Of, yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, the understanding in American Christianity of a lord gets closer to the idea of a ruler or a master. Mm-hmm. And, like you must obey Yep, him. exactly. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and this is, I mean, it's an understandable thing because that's necessarily what the title means, especially in English. Uh, but... Even if we go down that road, and in fact, Jesus is our Lord in that way also. He's king of kings and Lord of lords. He rules uh, over all creation. He's presently ruling. He's been ruling since the beginning of time with God the Father and with God the Spirit in the Trinity. Uh, All of this is going on. Ding! Yeah! Yeah. All right. Got both of them. Um, But the problem with it, if we focus on that aspect, if we focus on the sovereignty of Christ, Mm -hmm. we'll we'll bring that in there, is that we don't elect Jesus to lordship. If we look at it that way, no matter what we're doing, whether we're living a a openly sinful life, whether we're quote unquote backsliding, which is another thing we can attack uh, Mm -hmm. at various times, or whether we're, we're being pious, we're successfully displaying piety in our Christian walk all of those stages, Jesus is our Lord no matter what. And, and the sentiment behind it is, uh, well, he might've redeemed you, but you're not fully living your life for Jesus. Mm-hmm. And the problem with that mm-hmm. is you're never fully living your sure. life for Jesus until you die or until he returns because we are never apart from the old sinful nature. That's the whole point of daily repentance mm-hmm. is that you are constantly with sin. And so, Some of that, I believe, has filtered in from the holiness movements that have come out of Methodism. Mm -hmm. You know, Charles Wesley and John Wesley ended up, John Wesley especially, ended up eventually teaching that you can be perfectly sanctified while here on earth. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when I was living in the South in Oklahoma, I would run into people who had told me they hadn't sinned in like two weeks. And it was great. (laughs) And I was like, oh, really? You just did? Yeah, exactly. Sin pride uh, really goes a long way. So when we talk about making Jesus Lord of our life, First of all, it's an impossibility because he's already Lord of your life. Uh, Even as an unbeliever, Jesus is already Lord of your life. When it gets to judgment day, when Jesus returns, every knee is going to bow, every tongue is going to confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Mm -hmm. That's what scripture tells us. So we can't go down that way. If we talk about our faithfulness in obeying Christ, that is both a necessity under the law, but it also an impossibility because of the law, because Mm -hmm. we're sinful. And so the centrality of the Christian life is located here in the second article of the Creed. It's located at our redemption—it's the redemption that enables us mm-hmm. to obey Christ, that that sanctifies everything we do beyond our motivation. Uh, we actually just had a conversation. I had a conversation with a pastor a few days ago, uh, where they ran into um, one of their church members saying, "Well, if you're not doing it for the right, right reasons, it's not worth doing it at all." Uh, that sort of thing, right? We we want to examine our motivation. That's entirely false. Uh, let's say your neighbor. Uh, breaks his ankle. <laughs> this is a little bit oh, personal to me. wow. Yeah. I was going to say, when would that and, ever happen? And he's completely <laughs> incapable of mowing his lawn. Sure. You know, in the middle of summer, uh, his grass is getting long. Uh, well, I don't feel like mowing his lawn, so I should not mow his lawn. No, that's stupid. Uh, you should mow his lawn even if you don't feel like it, because it's the right thing to do. And, and so we, in American Christianity, we get caught up in wanting to kind of do things by the proper motivation. No, mm-hmm. we do things because they're right. Right.
0: The thing we have to understand is that even our most perfect motive for doing things is stained and riddled. with sin. And, yep. and Which it,
1: leads us back to repentance and faith. think the cross.
0: I think that's maybe one of the, the, the biggest misconceptions in Christianity, especially American modern Christianity, is that we don't understand that. Mm-hmm. That even our most righteous act is like filthy rags mm-hmm. to God, even in Christ. You know, that simultaneous saint and sinner Mm -hmm. concept that Luther talked about. And I think that if we understand that, I think the striving begins to cease and we begin to rest because we understand that at one point in our life, whenever that happens, we we believe Jesus when he said, apart from me, you can do nothing. Mm -hmm. And we start actually believing that. And we become wonderful blind
2: beggars at the foot of the cross so it's only in Christ that we are obeying in the first place. And then our focus doesn't need to be, am I doing this for the right reasons? But it's mm-hmm. been pretty clear in scripture what we ought to be doing. We ought to be loving our neighbor. We yeah. ought to be obeying the commandments. We ought to be rightly orienting mm-hmm. to uh, ourselves to God in the way that we worship and what we can believe and confess. And we ought to be rightly orienting ourselves to our neighbors and how we love and serve them over and above ourselves. Right. Yep
0: but yet apart from christ we can do nothing mm-hmm. you know and just yeah. that dependency i think is so crucial i know we're talking about justification and redemption but well, it's you know, all it, it's all kind of connected and
1: so it's hard to you know d- you know differentiate so much to the point where they're completely separate because they they touch
2: each other well, so you, much but you can't yeah. be and that's the problem mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. american christianity yeah. is because redemption mm-hmm. stops mattering immediately after conversion Now, no one on their right mind would confess it that way, but functionally, that's how we as American Christians treat it. Because you get the cross when you're not saved. You Mm -hmm. get told about what Jesus has done for you. You get the shed blood of Jesus Mm -hmm. in evangelism, and it's a wonderful thing. And then as soon as that happens, once you're in, Mm -hmm. you better go out and prove it. You, you better go out and obey. You better go out and, and be a good Christian. And what we're doing in that is we're withholding the cross from people who desperately need it.
0: I know. And I, I'm so thankful it's that way. You know, I can't imagine trying to go through life thinking that I have to bring something to the table in mm-hmm, this. Mm-hmm. You know, It's not that we don't respond in the power of God's grace. It's not that mm-hmm. we don't uh, um, allow God to teach us through his law. Uh, to sanctify us and through the righteousness of Christ, it's not we, that we don't do that, but we understand that those are all um, blessings and privileges. It's not have to; you can't do it, and so therefore you don't have to do it. But it's it's kind of it's that marriage you know mm-hmm. symbolism where I want to mm-hmm. because I love him; he's my bridegroom. I want to do it because mm-hmm. oh. he's worthy. Mm-hmm. I want to do it because he's paid. For
2: the totality of my sins. And we're freed to want to do it because of that vertical relationship before God being taken care of. Yeah. Knowing that nothing we do for our neighbor, good or bad, mm-hmm. we can we, we can we can go down the bad a little bit when we talk about unrepentant sin carrying us away from faith. Yeah. Uh, but but a an individual sin doesn't break our fellowship with god in jesus christ that mm-hmm. he has paid for all of our sins jesus. yeah
1: well maybe we're getting close to the end of an episode here and can I play a, a Brian? Oh my can I play goodness. Brian's part here? I, sure. I have a
2: verse. Oh, I don't sweet. know. Should
1: I? Are we? Are we? That, I that, are we allowed to do that?
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. I, I'm a Lutheran. I don't handle uh, I'll, change. I'll well. Does that mean
0: you have to sit in my seat? No, you know? no. You,
1: you can. You can do the recording stuff, and yeah, I'll. But I don't know. <laughs> okay. Um, so yeah, any closing thoughts
2: before? wrap up here any well i think you know what we're talking about really highlights the the entire point of christianity is that redemption is central to what yeah. whatever we believe it's the it's the theme of scripture it's the message of scripture it's the hope of the christian life you know this really explains what paul was saying first corinthians 2 2 i desire to mm-hmm. know nothing among you except jesus christ and him crucified yeah. amen
0: i keep hearing that him grace that is greater than all yeah, my sin good oh. good stuff yeah yeah all right, Brian, right.
1: Brett. Yeah, Brian Brett. Um, Acts 2.36 Therefore, let all the house of Israel know for certain that God has made him both Lord and Christ, this Jesus you, whom you have crucified.
0: Amen. Mm-hmm. Thank you for joining us. Please look us up on the web at beinglutheran.com. Also, invite a friend to check us out on iTunes. Please join us next week when Pastor Jason, Pastor Brett, and myself continue our discussion on the second article of the Apostles' Creed. God bless you and have a great week.